This is the Inspiration Science Podcast, your guiding podcast on evolving your own science and life to holistically thrive. We believe there is no general way of living and healing, but your universal way. You succeed the highest when you do you. On this podcast, we'll dive into deep conversations on mental health and aligning purpose to business for enlightening harmony in life. I'm your host, Osin June. Welcome everyone to the Inspiration Science Podcast with today's guest speaker. I'm so happy to announce JJ here on my show. He is an international speaker and has been moving with people's message um, with, you know, globally around the world in the past 15 years, over 30 countries. He's also leveraged his social media presence, um, particularly on YouTube, and has been having 57 million views online as a magician. And apart from being a magician, he also mastered the skill when it comes to PR. He's a publicist and is the founder of Ace of Spades, where he helps personal brands be seen to boost their visibility, their credibility, and authority in the market to become the number one to dominate. And on top of that, he has a lot to give personally. And, you know, just to give a big context for all the guests here, I've connected with Jay around two, three years ago. It was literally like when I started my entrepreneurial journey. And before we hit off here on the show, it's just incredible because we both grew so much. And it just shows, you know, if you put up your mind to something, like so many things can change. And Ever since then, I've saw Jay being on television, doing more speaking, public speaking, and the same for me. So thank you so much, Jay, for coming on the show. And again, like, I'm so honored to have you here. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate, you know, you doing the hard work. As I said to you before we hit record, anyone that's willing to show me that they're willing to push through the pains, the problems, the hardships, this entrepreneurship life, or this, I call it build your own business life, is extremely taxing on your emotions, on your on your physical health, mental health, spiritual health, relationship health. So I, I applaud you for pushing through. So yeah, you were part of, did, did you do stuff with JJ Women's or did you, or no, we didn't move forward with stuff. I can't remember if, if I, there was a lot of people that we had. You were doing some stuff with us, right? Uh, sorry, what type of stuff? You would, you would, we were, we were, we were working together, right? You're part of the program. I can't even. No, actually not. No, we. Okay. Did. I was connecting with uh, Diego, but Diego. yeah, I, I didn't like commit to that back then, and and yeah, and then, but I kind of followed you still on Instagram and things, and observed Diego, you, and then I sure, tapped into sure. consulting. Well, good. You commit. You committed to you, so that's what I'm most happy about. Whether whether. I helped you, someone else helped you, you did something. So I'm, I'm excited to be here and help you. And anyone that's willing to show me, like I need to see it. Show me that you're willing to put the runs on the board. Runs on the board, mm -hmm. meaning putting these, like, let me see it. Like, it's like real estate on the internet. Let me go through and look at you. And mm -hmm. if I can see that, I'm like, this person's got, they got that that resilience. Okay, mm -hmm. let's go. I'll help, I'll help them however they want. So I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Well, in terms of like your journey, you know, like back then you started as a magician and, and then you kind of went through different identity shifts and going into PR, being a public speaker. Uh, you know, what made you to transition from a magician to an official entrepreneur and doing actually what you do right now with, you know, publications, PR and speaking gigs? You know, I didn't decide I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I didn't think entrepreneur was a cool word five years ago like maybe 10 years ago. Like I didn't go, I want to be an entrepreneur. You know, mm -hmm. I was in, the, most people don't even know what an entrepreneur means. 
right? <laughs> they yeah. don't even know what it exactly means. Like, are you really, are you running a business as a person and are you willing to take huge financial risk on yourself? Mm. Most people aren't willing to do that, but they call themselves an entrepreneur. You know, yeah. if you're willing to spend $10,000 on a mastermind, I think you're, you're there. You're pretty close to it, you know, but mm. it's risk. So if you have a million dollars in the bank, that's not risk. You already have yeah. That's not risk. I'm talking about like you go all in. You don't have a, you don't know where you're going to sleep. Like mm-hmm. you're, 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 you, you give all your money and you're like, I don't know how I'm going to pay rent. Like that's risk. That's the feeling of, of, of concern and worry. And if you're willing to put yourself out like that, that's, that yeah. takes a lot, you know, so you can call yourself an entrepreneur. So yeah, my story, you know, I, I wanted to be a magician. I was a magician for a long time. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I traveled around the world and I, I got to really explore and become this person of, of a performer and someone who's that captivated a crowd. And I worked in many different countries for many different cultures for many different clients. And my job was to entertain people in a room. And because I did that for 15 years, what was it? 17 years now. I, you know, the years tend to like go quicker now. I don't even know what it is. 2023 20, now. I just, yeah. it, it taught, <laughs> so it taught, it, right. It taught me how to understand people. And when you understand people, I'm biased, but I really think people have everything. If you can understand how to work with people and get them to listen to you and get them to buy from you, like that's the most important thing because people buy people yeah right. yeah definitely and i think that you know when you when we get into emotional intelligence human behavior storytelling and things like it's it's such a valuable skill like that's gonna make more money and creates even better romantic relationships or business relationship whatever that is and you know you mentioned the whole thing with you know the commitment as well as taking risk as an entrepreneur and you know taking bold moves what has been one of your bold moves that you took in the past that actually scared you um that really paid off now yeah, my biggest, my biggest, if if not the biggest thing I ever had to do was in 2017. I'm sitting in my parents' couch and I needed to come up with five figures to get to America. Hmm. I didn't have any money. My parents didn't have any money. I didn't have rich friends. I didn't have a rich uncle. Hmm. And I had to go out and do something I've never done before. I had to go and borrow money. And that was the hardest thing I ever had to do because I had to literally plead people for money. Like, I need this money and I don't know how I'm going to pay you back. Mm-hmm. And still to this day, I remember how that feeling I was, I used to send WhatsApp messages because I'm like, do I call them? Well, no, that doesn't give them a chance to think. Do I text them? No, because there was no tone on text. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me WhatsApp these people. So I WhatsApped them and sent them a text. I was like, hey, check your WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. And I had to ask for a lot of money. And that was one of the hardest things I ever had to do because I've never done that before. Most people have never asked for money. Asking your parents, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your like it's different. Mm-hmm. Go and ask go and ask someone that doesn't really know I need to borrow money. And I don't know how I'm gonna get it back to. Mm. It's extremely courageous. So I did it. And obviously two weeks later, I, I pushed through that fear and I pushed through like, I remember I was walking around my parents, like upstairs in my couch and I was walking around and I, I created it and I deleted it. I was scared. I was most scared. 
you literally, and I don't know what, I don't know if this, you told me as a female, maybe it's different because mm. females are naturally inclined to ask for help. It's just in your blood to like be more nurturing, to ask, to, to, to go and receive help. Right. Mm -hmm. But for a male, mm -hmm. as a dominant driver, male to ask for help, for money help, it's like, it's, you feel like a loser. Mm -hmm. You feel like a loser. Like, it's not like, hey, can you come over and help me out? Hey, can you, I just do want to give your advice. Hey, I don't have anything. Yeah. So what you say? I have nothing. And I need all this money to get to this country to pay my lawyer. And I don't, I, I'm not coming to you because you're easy. I'm coming to you because I don't have any other choice. Yeah. So doing that was the biggest, you know, it's funny. It's, I've never said this. That was probably the entrepreneurship journey taking financial risk without knowing what's going to happen. Yeah, and, I and I did it. And I, and I, obviously I'm here. I, you know, I live, I live, moved to LA. I live here in Miami now. That's probably the, the wow. But that's amazing. And you know, like as for like, you know, my experience, I was actually in a similar spot just one and a half years ago because I did have some success there and there, but then I got massive into depth. I was like 60K in depth because of certain scams, investment things, and then business that didn't work out the way I wanted to. And I knew I had to move. And what I did was I took another 20K loan. So I was like 80K in debt financially. And then on top of that, my mom already supported me. And she's like, we're not from a rich family. Like, it's like these savings that my mom had. And I convinced my mom. I sold my mom my vision. She believed in it. And I messed up. I was like, shit. Like, it's like literally my mom's money. And then you're also emotional because it's like your parents' money. And, and then I went to granny and you know, granny support, I scratch what I have together. Like I kind of got really resourceful in everything I could, but however, um, I got to that 20K and then for me it was life or death. Like to make that happen, I went all in and this is like how I created my six figure months in eight months, like going all in and I got out. But then like from this moment, it's like, wow, you know, after you went from 80K in minus, you could make your six figure months. It's like a big contrast. I was like, wow, I'm so rich. I'm going to make it. And then the other months, it's been going down again because I was too aggressive in scaling without setting the right foundations. Absolutely. And this is where I had to yeah. look back. However, it's the same thing. It's like, you know, taking this calculated risk um, as well. And it does pay off and it will always pay off because it's just a matter of like, do you keep going? That's why I think, you know, like if you said like, I don't know how I pay them back. However, one thing is for sure is, you keep going and there will always be a way guarantee you can pay it off if you don't give up. So in your case, like what, like I'm curious, what was for you the pull to really make the move to America and what did you do? Like you received the funds and then you just like went all in with, you know, the lawyers or how was it from there on? Yeah. So I came to America because I, I was living in Asia for a long time. I was going from Australia mm. to Singapore to Hong Kong to Vietnam performing but it wasn't consistent. I didn't know how to run a business. I was just like performer, classic artist, broke artist. I love to sing. I love to play guitar. I love to paint, but I don't know how to business, right? Show business, show business. I knew the show and you, you know, and business was this. It shouldn't be the way around show and business, but that's very hard because there are reasons there are reasons for artists artists are create more creative we're creative mm -hmm. we live in the vision of of fantasy and colors and 
but someone's like, how much do you charge? You're like, oh, I don't, I don't know. I'll send you an email, right? <laughs> so, so, so to 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 your point, yeah, I I was living in a I was living in Asia, and I was like, I get to get to a country, and don't get me wrong, I tried it. Mm-hmm. Just to backtrack, this wasn't like the first the first time I went to a new country and like try to make it. I I try to go to other countries like Singapore, mm-hmm. Sri Lanka, where I'm from, Tokyo, like Japan. But I just realized I need to be in a first world country that speaks English. Yeah. So yeah. I just I decided like, yo, I gotta come to America. I gotta be in the land of opportunity. And when I got the money to pay the lawyer, you know, there's maybe a month, I can't remember the time difference, but it wasn't long. Maybe a month or six weeks or something like that. And all you're doing is you were just like, I need five thousand dollars at least or something to to, mm-hmm. to come to America with. I don't remember the amount of money I had. It wasn't a lot. And I just remembered, like, I will figure it out. I, I will, like, it. there is no plan B. There is no plan A. It's one plan. It's That's it. Like, I'm very cold like that with people, with my clients, but more so with people that mm-hmm. I know. Like, people are like, oh, what's your plan B? Yo, there isn't a plan B. <laughs> There's not even a plan A. Mm-hmm. Like I'm all going all in. I'm going to die or I'm going to survive. Like that Will Smith thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to die on the treadmill or you're going to beat me. Right? Like mm-hmm. the only way you're going to beat me is if I die on the treadmill. And that that mentality is is so powerful if you can harness that. Yeah. Because if you give yourself no exit and no way out, like I mean, I'm going all in, and 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 yeah. the reason why I think that's so powerful, and it's very confronting for someone, is because like look on my phone, it says here, "How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it?" That's such a great one. How bad do you really want to make this work? Well, I want it. Are you willing to go work at a shitty job for six months, sleep on your parents, sleep on this couch? do this do that borrow money like most people don't want it that bad and that's cool that's why the people like us and the people listening win because we like no and it sucks yo because you gotta sacrifice relationships friendships sacrifice Mm -hmm. sometimes things morally ethically you don't want to do like i'm not going to judge anybody right Mm -hmm. because we've all done things that maybe we shouldn't have done that or maybe i wasn't a fan like you, you're trying to get there. I have to get here. So mm-hmm. I'm going to, if I have to go through the leaves, you know, I don't care. I, I'll do whatever. So I think that's the biggest thing. Like there's, that was it. That, yeah. And that's been up here my whole life. Yes, that, that, I, I love that, you know, like in terms of like how badly you want, because many people, they desire something, but they don't want to pay the price for it. You know, it has a certain cost to get there. And yeah. also another thing that it caught my attention is, you know, I'm also an artist myself. Actually, my first uni dropout was because I want to pursue an artistic career. So when I, I love playing piano, doing drawing. So that was the initial point why I first time went to New York. And I just actually, after interviewing a couple of people, I realized one thing in the artistic world that a lot of creators, musicians, um, entertainers, film producers, they have all this nomination, the views, the things, the trophies. However, their freaking bank account is just empty. And 
And I was like, wow, how can it be that some people pour in 25 years of their passion into that one thing and they're so freaking broke? And and I came to that. What about if we connect the artistic world with the business and plug that in? And right. I think artists right now, I feel like it's a billion t- trillionaire dollar like industry with the whole creator's economy. If you can tie it in into a right strategy as well. And as well as the self-worthiness, you know, I realized that more you have self-worth, it's like you start to make more money, you start to have better relationships and attract the right people. So from being yourself as a magician, not knowing how to sell and knowing your words to charge people, what happened up there in your mindset to shift into that abundance to, you know, that entrepreneur that you are today? Coming back to never giving up part as has always lent into I will figure it out, right? Look, I didn't I didn't understand to go back to what you said. I didn't understand. I was a great artist. I was mm-hmm. a, I had a great show reel. I said this in my my website. I was I was really good at what I do. I had the best quality props and like the best quality information. I had the coolest business cards and like I would go to networking events, but something wasn't working. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get cash flow. I couldn't get clients and I wasn't happy because I'm like, why, why isn't this working? Like I'm doing everything that I'm told, right? Mm-hmm. I am going to seminars and workshops to do this. I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. But, but the problem that I had didn't understand, which I understand today, was that it's not about the best. It's not the best. It's the person who's got the most marketing. Really now it's the attention. Who has all the eyeballs? Mm-hmm. Who has all the eyeballs? Because that is the currency. Right. Yeah. If you have the eyeballs, then you have the chance to build the relationships. Then you have the chance to like pick and choose. How many people mm. do you know that are amazing, but they're broke because no one knows them. Right. Yeah. So there's two strategies to business. Well, most people are so good and no one knows them. That's why they don't have the money or they, they're very well known, like you say, but they don't know how to monetize or own their IP. Yeah. So what I did, it was, I understood like, now I understand both things. It's like, man, you can now be a creator and now own it all for yourself mm-hmm. and be your creator. You don't have to like do something else. You could go literally become a million dollar artist and sell things through Instagram. You you write the art, you do the you do the painting, you take the photo, you go, yo, what's up? Hey, I'm selling my painting, it's 25 grand, but today it's 10 grand. Boom, 10 of those. But that that's the simplicity of it. But isn't that crazy now? No manager, no agent, no landing page, no probably LLC, right? Well, you could, you could do whatever you want. Yeah, I realize that it's actually, you know, people are really nuts. Like you can literally sell anything. There's like no excuse. Like you can sell bananas or something so random. You will always find people who find this incredible. They're fascinated by so many things. I think like, what the fuck people like spend money on that? So it's, you know, and I think it comes to the point of the power of personal branding, you know, being seen, being visible. And I think many people have the awareness because they hear this word personal branding a lot of times. However, they don't do much about it. So, you know, as you know, as an expert in that field, what what perspective would you share with them when someone is starting out as a new entrepreneur and they don't feel seen? What would you tell them? Well, I would ask them, what is their why? Mm-hmm. What do they want to do? And everybody wants to give advice and do this. You have to make it do this. Let's come back mm-hmm. to the core. Why did you decide to be this in the first place? Mm-hmm. And then you go again, why? 
And then again, why? I want to know your soul. I want to know what your soul mm. wants. Not what you tell Instagram. Not what you tell the mm. girl that you're trying to pick up at the, the bar. Like, give me the core. Mm. Because if you don't know the truth, if you don't at least have some idea of what you really want or why you want it, this strategy is going to not work. Like mm-hmm. you could, you could, as in you could come to me like, hey, Jay, I really want to be seen. I really want to be more known. Okay, do this, do this, do this. Then you do it and it doesn't work. Why? Because I didn't know why you wanted to do it. Yeah. Jay, I want to be seen because for my whole life, I never got seen. And I actually just really want to be appreciated for the hard work that I do. Great. Why don't, do you want to put yourself out on the internet and show up on personal brand and build mm-hmm. a book? Not really. Why don't we write a book for you? Oh yeah, I've always wanted to now we can connect the dots yeah so so yeah like that's that's really important for me before i go help anybody because i want to find out why do they want to do something and and right coming back to what we said before how Mm. bad do you want it then i'm going to be honest with them and tell them the truth before you jump down the rabbit hole of personal branding are you ready to be ridiculed are you ready to be made fun of are you ready for people to talk poorly about you? Are you ready to wake up one day really, really great and then one friend says something poor about your Instagram, they make fun of it? I try to tell people all the bad things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is so important. I think... I like to figure it out. Yeah, I think it's it's really important like to to be aware of that and to know that there might be a polarity because when you show your true self on a 360 grade angle, it's like a TV reality show and you bring that, you know, behind the curtains, you sell your things. Um, you know, yeah. there's a lot of funny people and people who feel entitled. I remember, you know, like when I started to make money and share that and then make my offers, I had like trolls in my life so said um you're a funny girl um this is a freaking scam and then i called him out hey thank you so much i really appreciate you for always tuning in and being my support like i did this uh, on the live and this guy was later curious about all the offers i had and you know and and then there are people they're like oh you're so rich send me money girl can you buy me this and this and you have like so many awkward things in the dms or like in the messengers but like You know, like, do I give my power away? And it's like, you have to, like, protect your personal power and keep that up as well. And I'm also curious, when it comes to the personal branding, you know, like, people talk about the omnipresence, like, be everywhere, like, on the social media platforms and so on. And for someone who just starts out, it can be kind of overwhelming. And I see many people doing multiple things. What's your take on that? Like, when it comes to omnipresence, would you, like, rather say start with one, two channels or, like, go all in and repurpose that from the get? go uh what's your perspective on this yeah i think there's a couple of answers with that so i don't think everybody should go i know when the people say that omnipresence yeah it's too much mm-hmm. it's too much for someone that's like saying like hey i want you to make today 500 phone calls go do advertising around the corner go do that like i can't mm-hmm. deal with it all that's that's overwhelming for me so i would say I think now with the internet, you have the ability to create content. I think content marketing is a great strategy. Obviously, there are different strategies to get to the goal. The content is great because one, it sells you. Two, it's free. Three, like you could, you, there's an unlimited amount of, you're like, you can put a thousand videos a day, one video a day, it doesn't really matter. Four, you can deal with any questions. Five, people can get to know you. So I think it's like, mm-hmm. use the content 
there are apps and programs you can spit it out to other different platforms. However, for me, I'm like consistency beats. Most people want to do it all and they don't start. They don't, they don't consistently do something. Why don't you just do a video a day for 30 mm -hmm. days first? Mm -hmm. Right. Let's, let's, let's do that. And, and everybody like, for me, it's like, let's do that first consistently. Or they'd be like, what do I say? What do I do? You don't, you don't ask questions. Show me that first. Cause if you can't do that, any strategy isn't going to work for you. Yeah. Right. You know, and then once again, coming back to the core. So I'm quick, you know, as if to like push people away. I'm like, you don't need that. Are you ready to do a live every morning? I do. I do it. Are you ready to do mm -hmm. this? Are you ready to do that? Are you ready? They're like, no. I'm like, then good. See, we just saved you six months. So let's find the real strategy. So coming back to your question, I would say mm -hmm. start what you can control right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, no, that's one, great. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, do you want to add something? No, I was just going to say, yeah, just because one TikTok girl made 10000 a month mm -hmm. doing and pointing at things, you can do it too. Well, really, hang on a second. She also is verified. She's also been in the game for 20 years. She has a 5,000-person email database. She's pretty, and also she has a great offer. So don't believe the marketing hype. Yeah. Like, I'm, that's, that's what I will tell people. Like, I'm really quick to tell people, once again, the truth. The truth of like, hey, that's not that's not how it is. Yeah. Right? Like, don't spend that. You don't need a funnel. You know how many clients say, I need a funnel. No, you need to be consistent. Yes. No, but it is so funnel. true. What do you need a funnel for? You don't even have an offer. Oh, why? I'm really good at cake, baking cakes. I think an, a funnel would help. How many? Mm -hmm. Show me how many clients you've made this for. Oh, three. Go get 500 clients. Mm -hmm. before worrying about the funnel and the digital and the, the money while you sleep. You don't deserve that, mm -hmm. right? Because you haven't proven that it works. You haven't proven you, you, you're showing up every day. You haven't proven the hard work. Yeah. Yeah, it's so yeah. true. I observed it a lot, you know, like by mentoring people, like many people, they start to worry about, oh, how do I deliver that? How do I make this beautiful website? Oh, this funnel. And I'm like, yo, did you go to sale? And they're like, oh, no, no, no. But I'm just thinking if I had one, I would do this. And they worry about that, you know, and I think it's so important to just simplify that and get oneself out there. I mean, this is how I started, you know, like after I invested this 20K into my mentor, uh, I just like showed up like my Instagram went from doing some affiliate closing and marketing and branding back then to sharing my first story, like from shy to being more extroverted. And it was very natural transition for me. And then from this, I shared my struggles, my offer, the things, and I just showed up. And the past two, three months, I didn't have clients. I felt like I'm advertising and talking to no one. No one and, yeah. that, and it was just so funny to do that. But I, I just knew this is an investment, you know, like personal branding. It's the biggest asset you're creating um, for anything, no matter what you do. So I just saw it as a long-term thing and I keep showing up. And that showing up, paid off to fast forward one and a half years. I mean, you know, like degrees even take three years only by one and a half years being consistent, like that paid off in relationships, the networks, access, um, you know, clients. And that's why I always tell people there is not a magic pill. Don't feel entitled. Like, you know, like people who are successful, they did a lot of hard work. 
they work smart but they work like hell as well like yeah. let's be honest and um, they work high as well they stay humble they stay in wisdom and they go all in on all the angles you can imagine yeah. and that's why i feel it's so important Another thing I want to ask you is, you know, as a publicist, like what is something that you see in the PR space that is overrated and what is something that you feel is underrated in PR? Yeah, well, well, let's PR just so everybody meet what you know what it means, doesn't? What is what is PR mean? What public relations? Yeah, what does that mean? Well, public relations like getting people impressed like media, like you're having no, isn't I mean, it's part of the things in terms of like getting people into media with the visibility and things. It's it's part of that. Public relations is how you're relating yourself to the public. That's Makes it. sense. <laughs> Makes and, sense. Get, getting you in media is getting you in media. So so PR PR. The reason I share that is because yeah, like a lot of people think, oh, I I don't like I don't need that because I don't make enough money or this. I'm like the moment you walk out of your house, PR mm -hmm. starts. Mm. what does your neighbor think of you what do i think of you what mm. do people say when you're not around what do people think when they hear your name what do people think when they hear your company what do they feel about you it's the whole thing it's all the senses mm. about someone so what i think is very overrated with when it comes to pr and media and personal branding mm. people think one thing is gonna mm. that's it oh i got my forbes article i'm good you know mm. oh i got my book I'm a best-selling author. Yeah, you're broke. So let, prove that to me. Show me your bank mm -hmm. account. Exactly. And the reason I'm tough is because one thing isn't going to cut it. Just like one push-up in the gym mm -hmm. doesn't make you a, give you a six-pack. You know, I, I like that you said about the whole there's no magic pill. When people say to me, oh, I'm going to do this one thing. I'm like, okay, let me ask you a question. If you and I go to the gym and we're both fat, let's say I'm super fat and you're a little bit fat. Mm -hmm. You're chunky. And I do one push-up, like super fat. And I'm like, I want to lose my weight. I'm going to do it. And I do one push-up. And the next day I come to you and I say, I'm still fat. What would you say to me? You're crazy. <laughs> you, what are you like? Yeah. Yeah, why you're do, still fat. You still have you, to be constant. You're still fat. Yeah, why, you do one push-up. Why does that change with anything else in life? Yeah. People, people think they buy this one thing. It's, oh, it didn't work. You, you know, and then and then and then it's hard sometimes because I, I want to be honest with people, but I know people that don't want the truth. Most people who are like that, they they they're not really in business. They haven't been in business for long. And the problem in this in this space we play play now mm -hmm. is like that there's no barrier to entry. Anyone can be like, hey, I'm a coach, hey, I'm this, great. But most people haven't put the runs on the board. Yeah. Like they don't, they, so they, one thing doesn't work and they give up. Like that's not how the game works. That's yeah. like doing one push up and saying, I'm still fat and like then going to eat ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, that's education. Yeah. Uh, because I observed one thing, you know, because when I started out and I had like other entrepreneurs starting around the same frame like me in entrepreneurship, like friends and marketing and things, I realized that many of them you don't you never hear anymore about them like you you probably know entrepreneurs who are with you somewhere around their journey you chatted with them either way you saw them on a podcast and then two years later you're like where are they and they're disappeared yeah. and i really feel they're only like this top percentage who keep you know running the long mile they go the mm -hmm. extra mile and they think really long term and i think one of the biggest like 
things is like people these days are like the instant things like make 10 grand with us make 100 grand with us six months this but i feel what is more precious is like the long-term game like it's the yeah. vision it's a mission yes all of that but it's like you know like you can collapse the time and make things faster with a mentor but if you right. work with a long vision like from the get-go and your goals are stretched out your money game is stretched out to the bigger things like i think that's where many people win and keep that up with this boring word of consistency but i think yeah the worst thing is to feel entitled you know like people who just say like yeah i should be you know already successful by now and there is a reason why not <laughs> so yeah. yeah no you shouldn't you don't get to you don't get to say that like that doesn't it's, if you don't you're not a psychic so how it's supposed to be it doesn't work yeah. like that why why did justin bieber make it at at 19 or 16 or 14 whatever it is morgan freeman didn't start acting till like 45 hmm. right george clooney didn't make it you know george clooney right he didn't make yeah. it to like 45, 48. So I think to your point, keep your head down. That's the one thing I've I've realized. Every time I start mm -hmm. looking up, like a like a meerkat, like what's everyone else doing? Mm -hmm. Then I start getting jealous. I start like, oh, why yeah. not me? I, I don't, I turn off the noise. Oh, someone's like, oh, I did 75 grand today. Or I did, you know, 17 grand this month. And let's say I had a slow month or something. I'm like, firstly, I know people lie. Most mm -hmm. people lie. Most people hype the truth, mm -hmm. right? So I also know that. And two, and three, like, okay, I'll I'll have my time. My time will come, but I've mm -hmm. got to be willing. Like, are you in this today, or are you in this forever? Are you in this today, or are you in this forever? And when you think of it mm -hmm. with that mindset, you don't care too much about. Oh, I didn't have the most amazing day. I didn't close every deal. Do it for 10 years. Mm -hmm. Then you're allowed to maybe go, okay, why isn't this for not work? Well, I'll do it for five years. Actually, you mm -hmm. do it for a year consistently. Like that's what I did, you know, just to share with you. I told someone to do a podcast every day. Mm -hmm. uh, not every day, like do it once a week for a year, then come back to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that's a great way. It's, it's true, you know, and I think these are the best people. It's the same thing, like when it comes to mentors, you know, it says when the student is ready, like you attract the right mentor. And I really found to to have the right mentor and things. What I love to hear is when people come back and say, oh, well, in last year, you gave me that, you know, that advice I remember from the masterclass. By the way, I've implemented this and I've got this and this and results. I mean, if that person comes to me, like that's a person I probably want to mentor if the person would be ready, like because they implement. And I think the whole information game is so like overrated. It's so overloaded now, but yeah. like people implementing it and then like truly embodying, like that is such a different game to be in. Right. And I also think with the whole personal branding is like people, they, as you mentioned, like they just like look up what everyone else is doing and they're like, oh, you know, the person is doing that. And they're always the trendsetters, the people who set the trends in the market. And then the people who are the innovators, they come after that or like, oh, let's go there. And then you have the next trendsetter but i always tell people like you have to find your own trademark like be the trendsetter like what's your trademark like how do people right. remember you and once they have that it's like you blow up and you don't really care what everyone is doing 
And, you know, and I think it goes a lot into the certain limitations as well. It kind of blocks mm-hmm. away your creativity and things. So in, in your journey, what was one of, you know, the limitations you had in the early, you know, stages of your entrepreneurship and that you completely break through that was really awakening to you? Do you have any of the limitations you break free? Money, money was one of them. Mm-hmm. I didn't think, I didn't think, I remember when I had got my first $5,000 coaching client. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is gonna pay me five thousand dollars. Like, that was a block. For, it wasn't even a block. Mm-hmm. It was I just couldn't even vision in like, which it probably is a block actually. I couldn't think it was possible, mm-hmm. right? So money, money block was it was a big one, right? And that was a big one. You know what? And then, and, and then just grow, and then and then hitting these targets that I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, I'm doing that. I'm doing that. I'm doing mm-hmm. that. I'm doing that. Like, I know it comes back to you said consistency a lot. And, and I'm always, I always want people to tell me I'm wrong. I'm always want people to be like, oh, that's actually not everyone I've spoken to about like getting, getting your skills up and getting to the goals faster. Like do that one thing enough times, right? work at it you just you and in something that's actually going to grow the business for me it was sales right go mm-hmm. to sales calls every day you will just be so good or mm-hmm. you'll be very very good compared to most people mm-hmm. and you're like oh my gosh i'm getting this result so i think to your question the money thing was a big one mm-hmm. and also i didn't know what was possible because i didn't think five years ago i'd, I'd be doing this that's the other thing mm-hmm. i didn't think i'd be doing and running a personal branding agency and and helping clients all over the world mm-hmm. so i think it's also like be okay of, of i didn't think i'd live, be living here in miami right mm-hmm. i didn't even know where miami was so i think for me it was like yeah. being okay of the unknown like okay like it's all good like let's see what happens yeah no that's so beautiful and you know it's really nice you can travel around the world remotely i do the time by time as well and just get to do what i love and may still make money and what would you say from traveling like in my personal journey traveling has been a big personal transformation like you have to be a leader when you actually travel and you encounter so many unexpected things so it's pretty bold and somewhat edgy what's been one of your greatest learnings through your travels uh, that you did or that you gained yeah, look, traveling for me has been the, if not the, the biggest success in my life, because I traveled once I was 17, 35 countries later by myself, mm-hmm. right? You, you're, you, you change as a person. I, I walk in, I walk into a place now with a, where are my glasses? It's a different set of glasses, right? Mm-hmm. Wherever my glasses are. I go, I walk in with a different set of glasses. I do this every day when I walk into a place. Like I have a different lens, a different lens. I see life differently, you know? Yeah. Nice. And it and it and it changed me. It it gave me courage. It gave me confidence. The one thing I've seen when you travel is you realize everyone is the same. Everyone mm-hmm. is the same. The only thing that stops us is language. Mm-hmm. But 85% is body language anyway. So really we're just the same people. We need love. We need sex. We need validation. We need attention. We need approval. And what I've realized that people are the same. They know what a smile means. When you high five someone, we know what a high five is. When you fist yeah. bump someone, when you say thank you, mm-hmm. when you look after someone, humans are humans. And what it's really given me an understanding about is relationships and people. 
Like I really understand people more than most because I've met so many and my job was I had to go and get people to like me. That was my job at an event. So, mm -hmm. but it's also a bad thing too sometimes because you know why? You see more than you should. You oh, understand. yes. Yes, that's sometimes, the thing. Sometimes when you're, sometimes being too knowledgeable is bad because yeah. you see like, wow, we are really, some people have really a low mindset. Some people are not, like they're so scared, right? Yeah. I feel invincible. I'm not, I, I have, I have so much confidence in me. I have so much self-belief. Like for me, it's not, mm -hmm. so I don't have a self-belief problem. I have, sometimes I get, I'm, I have an impatient problem because some, most people are so scared. Like, oh my gosh, like, what can I do to like, not make you scared? Right. Mm -hmm. And most people need handholding. Most people are not leaders. They're not drivers like us. They're not entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. They need they need someone to show them and guide them and hold their hand and say good job. That's 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 emotionally that's a lot for me. I'm like do it, <laughs> mm -hmm. get to work. Yeah, so. no, but that's that's such a great thing, and I'm glad that you know you gained a lot of perspective and it allows to see a lot of wisdom as well. And I also feel that you know the the more like let's say more awareness you have the cleverer you get with human behavior and things and the more power you have i feel like that demonic side somewhat like that is challenging you it's kind of equally i feel like if you have a high calling in life and you have a high purpose and the more influence like equally the demonic side kind of arises to try to overtake you whether it's bad habits like weird people send over to you and then you have to maintain you know the power up and i also feel that you get a lot of more opportunities you know like you get invited to podcast shows and stuff and i feel what i've learned is i have to upgrade my filter so as much as opportunities come in i have to upgrade my oh. filter i need to tighten yeah. my boundaries so for yourself like how do you stay focused while you travel and how like how does your filter look like in terms of like saying yes powerfully the right things and saying powerfully no in terms of you know how how do you go about this yeah very strong questions so that's, that's high level well done high level question high level answer is you have to be really in touch with your gut your ducts hmm. they say the brain is one brain but this is a more powerful brain this one here mm -hmm. right yeah and that takes a long time to understand and to allow the gut to say no even if your brain and your heart and the world is saying yes yeah and I told you before the call what I have, what was the hardest thing for me, and it still is. I didn't realize this. They always said, oh, you're going to have to get rid of your friends and all those kind of people, right? Mm -hmm. getting, rid of the, getting rid of the people that are actually doing something, like that are actually entrepreneurs, but they're still at this level. Like I had to say no to those people. Mm -hmm. I had to say no to so many people, and it sucks. And they don't get it. They mm -hmm. don't understand. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like, oh, yeah, they wear completely different jobs. They're doing stuff, but energetically, it's yeah. not for me. And 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 the hardest thing, and I, you, your, to your question, like, it takes a lot of courage. And mm -hmm. most people know when they should say no. That's the thing. Even if it's a little, like, ant bite, like, ah, like, you know, like, I, I, this doesn't feel good. But you mm -hmm. do it anyway. I don't want to hurt 
just be okay of saying no and be okay. I'm, I'm, look, I'm giving you permission right now to say no. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You won't die. The person that may be pissed off at you or angry, they'll get over it. There'll be another problem tomorrow. And you have to be selfish. You have to be selfish. Yeah. Because it's it's your life. And and maybe your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your 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 mom, your dad, you have to go, hang on. Yeah. What do I feel? What is right to me? Okay. And and you, you know, we all do things and like, nah, oh, don't worry about it. You have to learn how to be very protected of your energy because mm-hmm. people will use it and abuse it. And yeah. they won't even be present to it. They won't even know. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, good question. So it's a, that's that's it's. I hear a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with this. Yeah, because it's we're already we're already dealing with a whole nother set of problems because entrepreneurs, right? Yes. Then you're trying to find other people around your life. They're not meant for you. They're just yeah. not meant. Like yo, you got to cut them. Hey. yeah it's so true you know i just like want to add on like one thing i've kind of changed in my journey or one thing that i I mean implemented was i just kind of every few months like i kind of reflect like how does like with whom do i spend most of my time online or offline and i kind of just need to go through who are the people and then i kind of ask how do they affect me mentally physically financially spiritually and it's always changes. And one of the hardest thing, I mean, we talked on this earlier is you outgrow people as you outgrow certain versions of you. And sometimes it's really hard because if it's like your own best friends or like you or you used to hang out with them or it's your own parents sometimes, like my mom really supports me, for example. But there are times, you know, like we're getting in our, each other's head and have to defend my vision and my things. And tell her, like, that's the thing. Don't invest into stocks. Invest into Aussie June. You know, like, I'm going to yeah, make yeah, it yeah, and yeah, yeah. these type yeah. of things. And, and I feel one of the things is, like, you, you change your circle as well. And it's really rare because, like, I have this impression when I go sometimes to networking events, seminars, there are always certain people there. They're having, like, this magic on lack things. Like, you, you don't know what is it is about them, but it's this 1% charisma, the energy that just radiates. And then I get very proactive, like I'm the biter. I bite on people that I like and I'm like, oh, I want him as a friend. I want him or her or whatever. And I just bite on them, these people. And I think this is such a thing that this energy thing, it is real. It's not just like woohoo thing because it's like yeah, yeah. you just feel it if it clicks or not. And many people say, how do you do that? How do you magnetize those people? It's like, yeah, because you working activate your inner power, you know, because if you tr- show up as your best self and same thing in media or public speaking, there's such a big likelihood that you attract people who are alike somewhat because, you know, like I'm very artistic and I love spirituality. I love business. And look, I attracted you probably earlier because of that in my life. And other mm-hmm. people like Diego, I always attract artistic entrepreneurs in my circle, you know. And, you know, and I think this type of thing is really good. And as well as becoming a greater leader in your life, like world-class leadership is just so like life-changing. And I would be curious to know, like, as, you know, to wrap this whole up, what has been for you one of the learnings to become a world-class leader? You know, one of the profound learnings to become a better leader as in entrepreneurship, but also in private life. I, I think I'm still learning how to be a better leader. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cool. 
I, I would say a, a leader for me on there's many different variations of the leadership, but a leader, a leader for me does what he says. A leader for me will be okay on, on pushing through the ugly mm -hmm. to get through to the, they'll do the things that most people don't want to do. They'll say the things most people don't want to say. They'll have those hard conversations. Mm -hmm. You know, I look at the things that are really important. You know, most people don't like confrontation. Leaders confront people. Mm -hmm. Leaders have tough conversations. Leaders say no. Leaders talk about money. Leaders talk about sex. Mm -hmm. Leaders talk about it's okay. Like leaders mm -hmm. say, I need help. Mm -hmm. Like, and I think it starts from within. I'm a leader within. How can you go out and give people leadership if you, you're all messed up? Like, please. Like, um, you know, it, it's, so for me, the coming back to the, the core self of me is really important. And I know that takes time for everybody listening. I will tell people this, the more that you fake it, the more that you put on a different, different mask every morning, it gets harder. Mm-hmm. If you're lying to yourself, but Jay, you don't understand. No, I do. I do. Don't play the, you don't understand card. I do. Mm -hmm. I was a magician. I ran around the world. I didn't have, I was a normal person. I never fit in. I know how you feel. Mm -hmm. However, guess what? Now I can wake up every morning and be a blossom to me. I don't have, I put on my suit, how I want to do it. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm me. I don't have to, I'm not faking it. Like, yeah. it's all good, man. Like, yo, like, I'm, I'm so, I appreciate you asking me this question because it's bringing up some good stuff for me. Like, I'm so in a place of calmness within because I know so many people, yeah, they've got the boats and the yachts and the money and the, the girl, mm. but they're like broken on the inside. Like, they're not themselves. They can't, they just, they can't even be themselves. I'm like, that's stupid. I'm not going mm -hmm. to lie to me. Like, yeah, people will appreciate you more than you think when they see that you're the same person a year a year, a year down the track. Maybe the growth is different, but mm -hmm. wow, he's the same person. My gosh, she hasn't changed. They will gravitate towards you because realness is super sexy. Realness is magnetic, mm -hmm. right? Because people are so used to two-face, three-face, mm -hmm. four-face. Oh, she's like this on social, but she's a bitch in person, oh. right? Like there is this people, I, I'm over the facade, you know, I can't deal with the facade. I can't. Yeah. That's why I think I, I'm so raw and real because I'm so like, like, yeah, I just, I don't care anymore. I'm older yeah. now though. Like it took me a while. I'm 34 now. So it took me some time to do that. But the mm -hmm. more that you play into you and you realize, well, people like me for me, like, I don't, you can go into any situation, just be, yo, yo, what's up? Yeah. I don't like him. It's okay. You what's up? Yeah. Like I work, I go home, I go to sleep, I get up, I'm good. Yeah. You know, it's actually you know? so nice because you learn how to not give a shit about other people's opinion. There is actually this book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a right. Fuck. And yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Mark, I, Mark, I, Mark, I, yeah. I didn't I didn't even give a fuck to read that book. You know, like the title yeah, yeah, yeah. alone. But I think like the less you care about people and you kind of get rid of all other people's shits and things. It's like when you're truly living a free life, like 
literally rise because I think we just were put throughout our childhood and throughout the journey with so many labels, limits, like even our Instagram bio, it's almost impossible to define who we are, what we do. We just do it for the branding sake, but like 150 sure. characters on Instagram, like we go beyond the titles, you know? And that's where I told myself, like, I want, I am a living proof. Like we can be artists um, in life. And I feel generally entrepreneurship for me, if there's one label, I have to name it, which I still don't like. It is still an art artist. It's like, you're a speaker, you can be a radio host, or, you know, you're, you're a salesperson, you can do this. Of course, you have your zone of genius, but the skill set, the leadership, the human behavior, like it, it's such a, like, it's an artistic orchestra, like by the end of the day. And when you embody that firework in your way, in your own timelines, getting rid of all these shoulds and lead on, like, you massively like grow and I think many people when it comes to the whole personal branding part like they they as you mentioned like they put the mask on and it's very exhausting to do that and I always tell people you know if I'm the same Austin June in front of the camera with my clients to my boyfriend to the people out there like it's it's easy and I just cannot you know like do it different if I am like bold edgy funny deep and controversial like that's like who I am and the close people know that like, yeah, then you either like me or don't, but that's like who I am. And I used to water down that part because I was like, as a business mentor, you have to be a serious girl. Otherwise, people don't take you seriously. Yeah. And I realized there's a difference between being professional and holding your power and frame, but also yeah. just, be, you know, like you have a different energy to it. Like, what's the trademark of your brand? Like, is it sassy? Right. Is it edgy? Is it bold? Like, what right. name would you give to it? And many people don't show that and they share their story however one thing i observed it's interesting is when people share their story they always leave out parts of the story and i feel the untold parts that yeah. you feel is very illegal to say are probably the very legal things that you should be saying like that's what yeah. people need and i think when you're that raw it's like yeah people get fascinated and very magnetic about it so Again, I just want to share, thank you so much for, you know, coming on my show, Jay. It's been very inspiring yeah, to see your journey and things. Um, lastly, how can people best connect with you as well as, you know, work with you? Who are the right people who come to you um, to get more seen? Could you tell us a bit more? Yeah, so you're my manager now. So everyone, you can go to, I was in June and she can manage me, you know, my Swiss, <laughs> my Swiss, my Swiss agent. No, so listen, if you're, if you're out there right now and you're like, listen, Jay, I, I, I need help to get myself known. I need mm -hmm. to make this easier for me or I'm building my personal brand and something's not working. Mm -hmm. Like I'm doing content, I'm doing what I'm told, but it's I'm, I'm hitting a wall. Maybe mm -hmm. we need to relook at some things. We probably need to position you differently. We need to get people, you need to be promoted and managed and pushed and I can help you do that. So mm -hmm. reach out to me, aceofspadesagency.com, aceofspadesagency.com. Mm -hmm. Or if you are, you know, listening to this, I'm like, okay, I've got to do something. And I know I've got to put myself out there. Like reach out to me too. We can start with people that are like already running or, hey, if you're just at the beginning, my team can help you as well. Like do it right. You know, mm -hmm. I hate when people do something and they don't have the right guide. Don't do it by yourself and don't do what so many people with ego do. I'm going to figure it out myself. Good luck to you on that. Good luck. You yeah, good luck. Like, why would you do that? Why would you try and go out mm -hmm. and guess? 
Yeah. So then second question is like, you're scared to spend money, aren't you? Tell me. Because yeah, but it's you, true. You, you know, you can get the help. I always take this bit tougher. You can take the boat, you can take the plane, both works. One of the things is probably more expensive. It's going to be more painful. It takes longer. The plane is a bit more, you know, exciting. It cuts the learning curve. So I think, you know, I just leave it to that. And I think sometimes people learn it in a, a hard way, you know, and, uh, but then they realize it eventually on the road and they take this. So for everyone who is listening, give Jay a follow. Um, I'm going to pack down all the socials below and, Again, like, you know, it's really about taking implementation, big, bold moves and believing in it. And I think the most important thing is like, if you sign up for entrepreneurship, like the long-term game is so key. As we just mentioned, it's very hard to win if you're not obsessed about your work, if you're not spark within with your work and if you're just in for the money. So thank you again for sharing your wisdom, Jay. It's been so incredible seeing that. And um, I see you next time on the show again. Okay, beautiful souls, thank you so much for taking time out of your day life to untangle wisdom and abundance on all levels. If you feel connection to this audio experience, share it with your friends. Follow us on Instagram, Your Universal Way, and my personal Instagram, Ozinjun, O-C-C-I-N-J-U-N. And always remember, there is no right or wrong way, just your universal way. See you next time.